Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Um, I'm here joined with Rich. Rich, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to my uh, viewers? Yeah, sure. Hi, my name is uh, Rich Chalastri. I'm on a podcast called Better Than Being Hopeless. I have people on and we talk about uh, sports and leftist politics and like where they come together. Uh, you can basically find me anywhere. It's all Better Than Being Hopeless, Facebook. Twitter is then being for some reason. I don't know why, but Instagram, Patreon. You listen to the podcast on uh, SoundCloud and Spotify and Pocket Cast. Dope, dope. I I uh, didn't know your podcast dealt with like a uh, uh, like leftism and stuff like that. Also, that that's cool. That's dope. Um, yeah, yeah. Like we, my first episode, we did an episode about gritty. Okay. Uh, we did an episode about a pro wrestler named Sputnik Monroe that helped de desegregate um, Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, sick. That's cool. That's cool as fuck. So that's Are, kind of the stuff we get into. That's cool. That's interesting, yeah. Um, yeah, I have, like, a history degree, too, so I'm always interested in, like, that kind of stuff, like, looking back. Um, oh, nice. Because it's pretty interesting. Um, are you are you big into that? This is a little bit of a tangent. Are you big into, like, um like YouTube politics and stuff? Like, people on YouTube talking politics? I, I'm into a very, like, a certain subculture. Not subculture. I don't know what the word is. Sure. But, like, my main YouTube people is, like, I watch ContraPoints. I watch uh -huh. Thought Slime. Uh-huh. I watch uh, even more news. Uh -huh. Um, I watch a channel called Renegade Cut. That's really good. Renegade yeah, no, Cut. Renegade. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah like I love I I went deep on mm -hmm. like I had to get tested for COVID and I was out of work for two and a half weeks. Oh, shit. And mm -hmm. I knew I didn't have it, but I still had to get tested. Okay. Um, and that's what I did. I just went <laughs> hard on Renegade Cut. Nice, nice, cool. I'm a I'm a pretty big like Destiny fan. If you know who that is. I know he's not I, like a leftist. Yeah, no, yeah. I do know who Destiny is. Um, yeah. yeah, I I won't get it. That's not why we're here. No, no, no it's no, cool. No, I, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Me. I mean, I understand. Destiny. Yeah, he, no, it's, it's cool. He, he does some good things. I'll say that. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's how a lot of leftists feel. Um, but yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So let's get into football stuff. Glad we, we got the politics out of the way early. That's good. Oh, um, it'll come back. It always comes back <laughs> with me. Don't worry. All right. That's dope. Um, that's, that's dope <laughs> as fuck. All right, cool. So uh, the first question I have for you is, what did you uh, think of the recent big ticket trade? We had Jamal Adams sent over to Seattle for, oh God, I forget the guy's name, McDermott, right? Um, And then two first round picks and a fourth I round pick? Yeah, because it, the, the player, does, like to me, it's the two first round picks. Yeah, yeah, sure. If I'm the Jets, I make that trade every single day. I don't care what team it's to. Okay. Um, I'm very much a and I'm very much a person who I will always take unknowns over knowns. Meaning that really? yes. Um, you know, we were discussing um, you know, off tape that, you know, I'm a very big uh, basketball fan, and I love the 76ers. And, you know, um, I'm sure everybody who listens probably knows at least somewhat of what the process was, which is the Sixers got really bad, then they got really good. Um, and a part of that was, it wasn't just they got really bad, they got really bad on purpose, and they stockpiled draft picks. Mm -hmm. And if the player that they wanted wasn't there, they would just trade it for a future pick because... 
draft picks are almost always easier to get out of than players. Um, my example for this was actually I went back because I'm a big Philadelphia Eagles fan, and I remember a player. I don't know how old you are, but do you remember Kevin Cobb? Yeah, yeah, I'm 27. Yeah, I do. Uh, okay. I do oh, you're not that much younger than me. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm just turned 33. Okay, dope, dope. So, uh, Kevin Cobb was an Eagles player who played, like, maybe five games. And then got traded to the Cardinals and was awful. But the thing I remembered was that the Cardinals traded a lot for him. They traded a second-round pick and Rodgers Cromartie for him. And at the time, that was, like, that's when Rodgers Cromartie was still good. Uh-huh. Um... And they traded a lot for him, and it was because Kevin Cobb was still in the unknown, and they really needed a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Do you um, think that had more to do with his quarterback, being a quarterback, or, or the unknown factor there? Just curious. I, I, think it, I think it's a little bit of both, uh, huh. because quarterbacks are, I, I don't want to say overvalued, but mm-hmm. are definitely valued higher than most positions. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's almost harder to get a mid-tier quarterback than it is to get a great, like, outside linebacker. Yeah, sure. Sure, for sure. I mean, it seems like that we're talking I mean, about I Jamal Adams I mean, being dealt, right? Like, yeah. Right, and I mean, I understand that Jamal yeah. Adams is a safety, but yeah, I think everybody knows that uh, that safety is probably, if not the first, the second most important uh, person on the defense since they lined so far back up they're the ones who are making the calls and doing the adjustments. It's normally the safety or the middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. So that position is extraordinarily important on defense. And, you know, we do see that because, you know, you have like Ron, uh, Ronnie Harrison, uh, Brian Dawkins, you know, those were all guys who were game changers and they were safeties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely seen a lot in the past for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, Jamal Adams also plays a lot of linebacker too, right? So... Yeah, they'll yeah they'll they'll move him up yeah, in, exactly. in in running situations. They'll have yeah. him come in when they put um nine in the box eight in the box. Yeah, 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 all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, so it's interesting. You talked about you'd rather have unknowns and getting out of the the contract stuff. That's interesting. So I mean, overall, do you think that one of these teams won the trade, or they both got what they wanted out of this? Because that's how I kind of feel about. it. I feel like this is a good trade for like both teams. Does that make sense? I I think it's a better trade for the Jets. Uh huh. Um, is that just because of the unknown stuff, or like? It's it's partially because of the unknown stuff. It's it's also because draft picks are more flexible. Where you know, let's say, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. in this theoretical world, let's say that um, that Jamal Adams plays all sixteen games and he's not great, but he's not bad. He's just kind of okay. He's not worth two first round picks. Let's say. Mm-hmm. In a world where that happens. It's going to be hard to move on from him just because of, A, what you gave up, and B, what other teams are going to give you for that. On the flip side, let's say that uh, the Jets get the 26th pick in the draft out of this trade. Mm-hmm. If 26 comes and the best player on the board, I'm, I'm a best player on the board kind of guy, personally. Same. I am too. Uh, if the best player on the board is somebody they don't like, they can very easily flip that to... You know, let's say the 49ers had a, had another Super Bowl run and they're drafting 31. They can probably get a first and a third for that. Mm-hmm. And now they've just increased the value even more from that trade just because they sat there and every single team is always going to trade for a first round pick. It's just going to be what you can get for it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, okay. You know, 
but, but if Jamal Adams ends up not even being a bust, just being okay, and let's say you know they want to move on from him, it's going to be very hard to move on from, especially given the price you gave up. Yeah, that, that that's fair, I guess. Um, I just I feel like the two teams why why I think it's kind of like a wash in a way, or both teams benefit is I think they're in two different positions, right? I think Seattle is in a possibly the most competitive division in football, and uh, their defense, while good last year, um, I think could be improved. I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh no no no! I was just agreeing with oh, you. Okay, yeah yeah. yeah. The, the NFC West is yeah. A meet- it's either them or the South, right? Like, uh, like right? I I have my own thoughts on on the NFC South. I think the West is going to be way better. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I I could see that. I mean, I don't know about way better, but I can see them being like the best division in football for sure. Um, which is unfortunate for me as a Jaguars fan because I want the Rams to suck, but I don't think they will. Anyway, um, yeah. So I just I feel like they're in different positions, right? Like, uh, the uh, Seattle acquired I think Dunbar from uh Washington, who had like a really good year last year, and then they got Jamal Adams. They had a pretty good defense. Otherwise, they probably need a pass rusher, but. I mean, the offense is like the real moneymaker, right? Uh, Russell Wilson's the real like dude, right? So just improving that defense, I think giving up those picks, which will probably be late round picks. I think they're going to be in the playoffs the next two years, probably. Yeah. Um, isn't like terrible, but the Jets are in a way more different position, especially this year if we play football um, or how many games we play, whatever. CJ Mosley's not going to be there. Their defense is going to be pretty crap without Jamal Adams and CJ Mosley. And CJ Mosley wasn't even there last year, right? Um, right. So it's just, yeah, it's, uh, I just, I feel like the Jets are kind of probably going in rebuild mode, but you're, you're right. And it, it's a good point to bring up that, you know, if the Jets, you know, somehow find a shit ton of gems in their defense, their offense all clicks, the offensive line they brought in is really good. Darnold clicks. It's all good. They could be flexible with those picks and trade them away to get like acquire better players to like keep the run going or to, like improve next year or something like that. Right. If they have a good year, if they have a bad year, then, you know, we're just drafting guys to draft guys just so we, you know, right. Right. And well, even if they have, even if they have a bad year. Mm-hmm. I like me personally. I don't think that. I don't think that the quarterback that, that they have currently. Um, I oh I, I always blank uh, Sam Sam Darnold. The, yeah, Darnold. Yes, I always blank on his name. I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm I live in New York. I should really know this at this point. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, because and you know, so we get all the Giants and Jets games. Yeah. Um, no. I watch him play. He's good. He's not game changing. Yeah. Where, and I think where like I think in today's NFL, like you need a game-changing quarterback mm-hmm. to be able to be successful. Sure, there are players who buck that trend. Uh, you know, like uh, like uh, Foles won the like Foles who won. Yeah, the, uh, I was. Foles. Yeah, I mean, it, like he's he, not a game. He had a game-changing game. He had the yeah, one of the best did. games ever played in his life. True. But yeah. he's not I'm, a game-changing quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's definitely easier to have, like, consistent success with just, like, a good quarterback and not even so much else. Like, I mean, we've seen teams, you know, do very well over the past years with, like, other, you know, crappy quarterbacks. Like, what the Broncos won with, like, the Husk of Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler and, you know, the Jaguars had a pretty good run with, like, a shitty quarterback. But that stuff never lasts because defenses are so hard to keep together. Um, But, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Just, uh, you know. Right, like, I I, I don't know if he's going to be that good. I think the best thing Mm -hmm. for the Jets, honestly, is if we don't play football this year. (laughs) Because what I'm uh, just, well, yeah, so hear me out on this. Yeah. If we don't play football, what I'm going to assume is going to happen is essentially what the NHL did in their year where they lost the entire year to the lockout, which is they did a draft lottery, but the worst team got the best odds. The second worst team got the second best Mm -hmm. odds. That's like basketball kind of, right? Or kind of, kind of, but the the NHL did it, I believe, for the entire league. 
Mm-hmm. Right, right. So if they don't play, they can improve. And they'll still get like, you know, the four four to seven pick if it's a draft lottery. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, way, I'm sure. they, that way you don't put any more miles on anybody else. They're still going to have internal camp, so you at least get to see what you have. Mm-hmm. At the same time, nobody else gets to see what you have either, which I think is big. Mm-hmm. Since yeah, like everything is kind of controlled. Yeah, I, I get that. I, that's interesting. Um, yeah, so yeah. then they'll they'll get they'll they'll get their pick if they want it. Obviously, they can always trade out of it. They'll get the Seahawks pick again if they want. It. They can always trade out of it, and then go into the next year with these two, you know, high powered rookie classes because again i'm assuming if they don't play everybody's going to be a rookie and they should have two very high-powered rookie classes coming out of two drafts where there were no football Mm -hmm. and they're a complete unknown into a what i think is going to be a weaker afc east i i would assume with the patriots losing who they lost uh with you know the bills i no matter who the bills have i just assume they're going to be bad it doesn't matter to me (laughs) Okay. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like their defense. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. They, they, look, oh, yeah, no. they look good, but at the end of the day, it's like... Well, I think you know, it comes me, to, yeah, comes to the quarterback thing we're talking about, those... though, right? Like, they don't have, I don't think they have a quarterback, so... <laughs> yeah. Right. They, they, it's definitely right, hard to sustain success. Th- yeah. That's number one, but also yeah. number two is, like, it's just kind of one of those things, it's like a mental barrier almost, <laughs> where, again, me as an Eagles fan, is like, you get the Eagles to, like, the NFC Championship game, it's just like, oh, but they're going to lose this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're definitely going to lose this game. They've only yeah. lost, like, 15 of them in the past 17 <laughs> years, like... True, true. Um, okay, yeah, I mean, I think that's that was good talk on that. And we talked a little bit about the COVID stuff, right? Do you, do you think that we'll get the season? Season will be lost this year? Do you think that's likely, or do you think we'll have, like, a truncated one, or what? I think that... I think they're going to wait and see how the NBA and NHL plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at this point, they 100% cannot go in having road in away games. It needs to be a bubble. Yeah, definitely need a bubble. Uh, you know, sure. we're... we're we're seeing how baseball's going. At, again, yeah. me being Ugh. a Phillies fan, I can't even watch baseball right now. Yeah, they played like three games, right? They played three games, and then the yeah. Marlins like died or something. I yeah. just don't know. <laughs> True. Um, so I, I think they're going to wait and see how the NBA and NHL does. Both of them seem to be doing very, very well. Uh, the NBA has have had no players test mm-hmm. positive for COVID, and I think the NHL have not had any players test positive for COVID either. That sounds right. I'm not, I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, meanwhile, with the, ML, with the MLB, like, outside of Miami, I don't think that anybody has tested positive for COVID, and if anybody has, it hasn't been, like, that big of a deal. Yeah, um, I think Votto went on for a little bit, and then Yadier Molina did. Um, I mean, it's right, been but happening. that was, like, preseason, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no that, just, that just happened. The Yadier thing oh, just happened. Oh, that just happened? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's been a few times. Um, I think maybe Votto was before, and he just, like, went back on it for a day. I don't know. Sometimes they get, like, false positives, like, like a decent amount, and then you're, like, have to go back on. Yeah. And then until you, like, test negative for whatever reason. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I think it's been happening a, a, a surprising amount in baseball. <laughs> um, but that's just because that's they're dumb. They're being so dumb with it, you know? Right, because they didn't. I don't know it's, why they. Well, I mean, no I bubble. know why they did. I know. I know why because the yeah. players' union for some reason denied. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they denied it, but yeah, I whatever. Know. I guess. Yeah. Um. Oh, sometimes unions aren't great, are they? Are we talking about politics now? 
Oh, unions. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, unions are always good. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I, I I don't know who your listener base is. Never mind. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't care. Dude, I don't care. My listener base is whatever it is. I like to talk about True. stuff I like to talk about. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Oh, yeah. So they, they have to do a bubble. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to be particularly hard. Um, every, you know, every single high school uh-huh. in America has a football field. You can do it in, like, yeah. rural Wyoming and just, you know, go to the high school and be like, hey, you listen, we'll donate a million dollars to your school district. We're going to use your field for 16 weeks. And you do that to eight schools mm-hmm. and you play – you know, uh, so that's eight schools, so that's 16 games. No, 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 eight, eight schools, eight games, 16 teams. Mm. So you play um, eight games on Saturday, eight games on Sunday, or however the bye weeks you want to do mm. that. I'm assuming they might do, like, more of a rolling bye week. I, mm. I don't know how they would do it, yeah. but you would have enough fields to get this done and they'd probably all be within 30 miles of each other have each team rent out like an entire hotel mm-hmm. it would probably boost their local economy because it's central wyoming and yeah. I, yeah, that's, that's sure. personally how i would do it it's a little bit harder it's than basketball because the yeah number one the teams are much bigger and number two the yeah. playing the playing space is much bigger mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's got to be the biggest issue facing the NFL is, like, the team size. Because, like, if you don't have a bubble, you can keep track of, like, 90, 75, whatever, how many, how many guys they have on, like, the team, plus a practice squad and all that stuff. Like, man, I don't I, I don't know how you don't keep that under a bubble. Because just because of the team size, you know? Like, I think that'd be yeah, almost possible. Yeah, a, a team size with a yeah. practice squad of 65 guys, one guy gets it. They're all, yeah. even if one guy is asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, they're, and I mean, they're exposing, mm-hmm. especially, like, just, you know, Hopefully it's not like it is like a right mm-hmm. guard or something who and, has to yeah. you know blow into some dude's face seventy yeah. times a game. I mean, yeah. Also, like, just I worry. I, I feel like the NFL is probably more position like focused than maybe other sports ever like that, or at least they practice together. Like, I just imagine like the off- entire offensive line like getting COVID and then just being like, hey, I don't know if we can play without an offensive line. Like, you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. I just like I feel that, like I don't know if that's yeah. Right. I think obviously if that happens, like they just. And then, like, what what happens if, you know, let's say the Miami Dolphins, like, half their team test positive and yeah. they're playing against the New England Patriots? Like, what happens that week with the Patriots? Right. Obviously, yeah, like, there, there's a bye, but football, the way it is, it's it's not like baseball. Like, how we're baseball, mm-hmm. you can just be like, oh, we'll just play a doubleheader. Football yeah. is extraordinary. It's probably the most demanding sport mm-hmm. physically because it's – so violent yeah Yeah, um where you know you can't ask a team like hey can we play a makeup game like on wednesday it's like no we need to rest our (laughs) like you just gave the entire team concussions from us running into each other right right like we we need to rest no we cannot play a game on a wednesday Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no that makes sense Um, so it's a little so like makeup games to me would be harder than in any other sport mm -hmm. if something were yeah i mean that's fair yeah. Yeah, I, I had an idea that, like, very, very baseless idea of just, like, conjecture. Like, besides doing all the bubble and stuff like that, but I th- I, th- I think a, a way to address it would maybe be play, you know, eight games or ten games, but have a bye week, like, every other week for the teams or whatever, or something like that. 
Like you really, I think you need like at least 14 days in between just in case something happens, some kind of breakout. Yeah, you're able to like con- control it a little bit possibly over the 14 days. And I think you're supposed to like self quarantine when you go out of like state or like to a place that like has high thing. You're supposed to quarantine for like 10 to 14 days or something like that. So yeah, it's possible I, that thing could kind of maybe help, maybe you know, in a situation. I don't know. Well, I, um, like a friend of mine and me were talking about this, and his idea, which I was like, hey, that's actually like a real good idea, was every team plays nine games. Mm-hmm. You only play in your division, and you play each team three times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one, and after the third game, so you know, if you're the Eagles, you play uh, the the Washington Footballs, the <laughs> Cowboys, and the Giants. Then you have, then you have a bye week. Mm-hmm. Then you do it again. Then you yeah. have a bye week. Then you do it again. Then the playoffs instead of twelve teams are just eight teams. It's the winner of each division. Mm-hmm. They play uh, in like a one through four seating, and then so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. So there's just there's no wild card. And it'd be like a 12-week season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting, for sure. Um, and then that way, too, if people are really worried, you can have eight individual bubbles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that that's actually pretty interesting to, to have, like, separate bubbles for that kind of thing. I I, I don't know. It's, it's definitely... The NFL has certain challenges that they have to overcome that other, I think, teams don't. Um, yeah, just with like the size of the team and how they, how they play the sport and stuff like that. I, it's very, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting for sure. I think definitely a truncated season is probably gonna be necessary. Cause I think there's gonna be times where we're like, we can't play a football game. This team can't play for like a week or something, you know? Um, but I hope not. Right. I mean, maybe I'm just basing this off baseball really. Cause that's the sport I pay attention to the most out of, uh, besides the NFL. You. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the example that we have right now is, you know, what happens when protocols fail and it's kind of baseball's yeah. the example. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Um, good COVID talk. Um, but let's let's transition to more more Eagles stuff. I'm curious how you felt about the Eagles offseason. If you want to talk about like free agency first, that would be dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. So um, th- their free agency was mostly just re-signing guys. I they did sign the um, Hargrave. Hargrave, yeah, Hargrave. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know where they're going. I, mm-hmm. I guess they're going to continue doing like their rolling line changes because now that puts Fletcher Cox, Hargrave, and Malik Jackson. Yeah, my boy. Like in in defensive tackle, but I mm-hmm. but they do like to roll different basically lines out every single mm-hmm. play. The only person who plays every single down is basically Fletcher Cox, yeah. and he'll be all over the place. He'll be he'll be at the end. He'll be. He'll be over center. He'll be, a, mm-hmm. you know, like an actual defensive tackle. So I'm not like, I'm not real worried. I like the deal. I don't know how much guaranteed money there is, but even if, mm-hmm. even if it's a hundred percent guaranteed, which I know it's not, I think it's still a good deal. It's 13 mil a year for a, yeah. for a proven defensive tackle. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I will take that. Yeah. I'm look- oh, okay. I'm looking, so I'm looking at it now. It seems like it's 25 guaranteed. Out of the 25% 39. Or, tw- or 25 mil? 25 million, sorry, yeah. Oh, that's I, that's fine to me. That's still yeah. fine to me. Especially yeah, it seems like, like there's a two-year, like, out right, you can get, like, after two years, yeah. Yeah, that's essentially a two-year contract. Like, even if he yeah. flops, it's like, he's still mm-hmm. a body. He's still a big body. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll take, like, a Hollis Thompson, uh, a Hollis Thomas type, which I just realized is a really dated and also very regional reference. He was a defensive uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> he, he played for the Eagles back in like 2004. 
Okay. Uh, and he weighed like 360. He was the largest Steven's tackle I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't and if you want to, s- well. if you want to see something hilarious and amazing, mm-hmm. look up, look up his tackle in the 2004 NFC Championship game when they were playing against Michael Vick. I don't know why, but they were playing him as the spy to Michael Vick. Okay, wait, and what's Michael Vick, uh, Hollis Thomas. Okay. And Michael Vick tries to go around him, and Hollis Thomas just spears the shit out of him. Okay. And it yeah. might have been the because le- I was actually at that game. Oh shit. I, I was at that. I was at the Super Bowl that year too, which was not as good. <laughs> uh, but I was at that game. It's probably the loudest I had ever heard the link. Like oh, it shit, was. Yeah. It was crazy when he made that hit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I mean, at, at worst he's a at worst he's a big body. Sure. Um, which I'm cool. I'm cool clogging up the middle, especially yeah. with the talent that they have, um, like at at the safety and at the cornerback positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they re-signed Jalen Mills, who I feel like I'm the only person in Philadelphia or who's an Eagles fan who likes Jalen Mills. <laughs> uh, he's one of these players where he'll be covering somebody, and let's say the wide receiver just drops the ball, he'll just start celebrating. <laughs> like he's yeah, one of those guys. Uh-huh. But he he takes he he takes good routes to the ball. He's mm-hmm. a he's pretty good at jumping routes. He doesn't have great hands, mm-hmm. um, and he will make mistakes. Like he will jump routes early sometimes and create big plays. Uh, they moved him to safety though, which I do like, especially uh, since he does kind of play as more of a ball hawk, mm-hmm. and he is a decent hitter. Like he's he can. He's not like, you know, a hard hitter, but he's somebody who can get up and play the run. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, they resigned um, Rodney McCloy, which is mm-hmm. fine. He's a good safety. Really, mm-hmm. not much more to say. He's yeah. been good for them for three years, especially since they moved on from Malcolm Jenkins. He's been there for a while. He knows defense. He's gonna. He, I think that he's going to be the one who steps up and kind of runs that secondary. Uh, they re-signed Nate Sudfield, who is a third-string quarterback, but he's been there for years. He knows the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can teach Jalen Hurt. Yeah. Uh, him, him and Carson Wentz are apparently really good friends. Dope. That's always good to keep your quarterback happy, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, they just signed a basically a bunch of backups and special teamers. Mm-hmm. Nobody here I'm upset with. No deals that I'm like, oh, they overpaid for this guy or mm-hmm. nothing that I feel that they got like a steal on. I think that everybody who was signed is either worth the money or it just uh, kind of doesn't register enough. But mm-hmm. it was a good offseason in terms of, you know, just getting players back, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, do you think, you know, losing, uh, you know, Jordan Howard... Malcolm Jenkins and Vitae is, are like big deals because they seem to get like other big contracts elsewhere. Jordan Howard is not going. He, he he played like mm-hmm. he played like five games last year. Mm-hmm. No, he was good in the five games, but now that they have Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. who really to to me got robbed for rookie of the year. Yeah. Um. Be, I guess NFC. Hit, well. Never. Yeah, but uh, between him and uh, Clement on third down, mm-hmm. I I think that they're going to be just fine. They might actually be better at running back this year. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like um, to use a lot of guys too, so I, I get that for sure. Vitae gets a little bit overrated because mm-hmm. he he played fantastic in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He has not played a game that good before or since. <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah. But, I mean, I'll give him credit on the biggest stage he showed up. Mm-hmm. And he did get paid. Um, yeah. So good for him. I don't think he's worth the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, go out and get it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I forget agree with that. what else you said. You said Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. That's going to be hard, but he is getting older. Yeah, um, yeah. He's 32, yeah. Yeah, so like maybe he has been losing a step, and you know the cat. Not I don't want to say casual viewer, but people who watch football just may not have noticed things that coaching mm-hmm. has noticed. Yeah, yeah. And you know maybe they're saying like, hey, he wants a four year deal with X amount guaranteed. He can get it somewhere. We only see one more year left in him before he really falls off. We can't sign him. We need to let him go. Apparently, it was like very amicable. It was like he took out a full page, you know, um, add in in uh the inquirer saying like you know thank you philly i uh, so that's what I, I think that's what it was i think that mm-hmm. he was just getting more money to go elsewhere the eagles just didn't see it and we're yeah. just like listen we got to get we got to let you go but go go get paid by the saints <laughs> true okay yeah that's fair that's right i didn't think they lost too much to be honest um but we can also talk about the Darius slate trade i assume pretty happy with that seems like a, a move yes. in, the, in the right direction <laughs> Yes, yes, it won, 100% is. I am very happy mm-hmm. with that. I forget what they gave up. I'm actually looking it up right now. Yeah, it wasn't Because it was something like. that, it was not a lot. That's why I'm yeah. like, I, I mean, he had a, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had, I, he had like I, a not. I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was like a third round pick or something like that. Um, I want to say it was uh, for a pair of draft choices. God, what was it? Yeah, it seems like I got two. Oh my god, USA Today. Why are you being the worst? Um, oh, good. I'm at the same. Uh, oh, a third and a fifth. Third and a fifth, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that. fair. That's fine. Take yeah, it. it seems. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get paid. Um, they they had so many draft picks anyway, like, they yeah. had to get rid of some. Okay. So Yeah, I mean, I think it was worth it for sure, honestly. Um, I mean, he had a kind of a down year last year. But, yeah, and he, he's one of the so. reasons why you can let Malcolm Jenkins go. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And I like Nicole Rolby, uh Coleman coming in, too. Um, so I, I think they improved their secondary for sure. Um, 100%. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty awesome, but you're right. It's, it kind of feels like, you know, it, it's, it's hard. I mean, I guess you could call it like a, a win of an off season, but like, I feel like they lost some guys. They added in some dudes They kept some guys around like Peters. He came back. I think that's pretty helpful. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of feels like that, which is, which is fine. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. absolute worst case, Peters is a backup where he's like yeah. a player coach, like at worst. Yeah. And I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll take like an 11 time pro bowler yeah. like teaching the left tackle how to left tackle. like yes do that yeah for sure all right yeah that's fair um okay cool what did you think of the draft class for the eagles it's a very uh, interesting one <laughs> so, or at least the second pick is. <laughs> as as i was as i was saying earlier uh not on the podcast i was just talking to you mm-hmm. is i am not a college football person mm-hmm. so uh, the reason, and I'll actually go into this a little bit, why I'm not, it's a completely different game. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's not, because, like, in the NFL, you know, you can only dress, you can only dress 53 players. In college, you can dress 110. That's why Chip Kelly was so good in college. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean, not recently, but, like, originally. <laughs> yeah. Because he essentially just fielded two teams. Like, it didn't <laughs> matter if players got tired. 
Um, yeah, and just like all of the different rules, like the 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 one foot rule, the you know once you're down, once you fall down, you're down. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah, it's, it's a very just, different game, for sure. It's a, it's a very different game, and it's just not really a game that I'm into all that much, to mm-hmm. uh, be perfectly honest. Um, and also with with drafts, um, uh, but, like, mostly with football, especially with football, mm-hmm. it's such a crapshoot. And the reason why I say right. that is, number one, you have 22 starters, and everybody affects everybody else. Like, you know, we don't know how um, Rager is going to be because his quarterback last year was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Um, so, that's a, yeah, sorry. Good. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Do you think do you think that's why they drafted Hurts? I mean, it seemed kind of like an odd thing where you, you know, recently just signed Wentz who, like, wouldn't, I think is was close to getting out of his rookie deal. I know he has a new contract and stuff like that, but it just seems yeah, no, no. like he's, he's already paid. Yeah. Um, okay. So like is Hurts Hurt? trade bait? Or I don't know. Hurts was the best player available. Yeah, that, um, I was going to say, yeah. Now, to me, it could be one of two things. Uh, I had already mentioned that unknown to me, unknowns are better than knowns. And this is, this is one thing I would say. All the Eagles have to do around like we... Okay, let's assume they play football this year and everything's normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, trade deadline is what week six? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, week six, week five. Just start leaking things at practice of him just making incredible plays. Yeah, like it, and somebody will give you a low first. Like let's say it. Let's say that um, like Russell Wilson goes down or something, and they don't like their chances with the backup. Mm-hmm. Maybe they even trade for him. I'm not even not even this year, honestly. Uh-huh. I don't think this is a. I do think that he's trade bait, but I think he's trade bait for next year. Yeah, that, that could be fair. I was and I. What I what I would do if I were the Eagles is mm-hmm. play him in the preseason. Wait till his stats are just like play him in the third quarter. He's playing against fourth stringers. Mm-hmm. Let his stats get crazy, and then he never sees the field again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. He definitely feels. Like a project too, so like you know, drafting him on a team that doesn't need to rush him and stuff like that into like a starting yeah, job is also good. I think. He, he's very raw. Yeah, exactly, and I think he, he was best player available in uh, the way where we think quarterback is. Well, we know quarterback is the most important position on the field, the most valuable position in that way for sure. I think that's probably why they took him there, and I, I probably would do a similar thing. But I think the rest of this class is kind of not great, but that's my own opinion. <laughs> so um, yeah, um. I I did not like um, Taylor, their third round choice, the yeah. linebacker. After yeah. seeing, um, after seeing a video of him, I don't know if he can keep up mm-hmm. with tight ends, which is something that he's going to mm-hmm. definitely have to do. Um, now, the one team I do watch, and this is going to sound really weird, is I love Temple football. I loved okay. Temple football when they were That's bad. Silly, right? Yes. Um, I, I remember going to see Temple games in like the late '90s when tickets were like four dollars because they were go one and eleven. Yeah. Um, and I still remember like it, it was Halloween weekend, 2015. They were like nine and zero playing number one ranked Notre Dame and were up with like six minutes to go, and I was losing. They ended up losing the game, but I was losing my mind watching that game. I was so excited. 
Um, they they picked Sean Bradley, who uh, is a linebacker out of Temple with their sixth round pick, and I love him. He is one hundred percent fast enough to cover tight ends, running backs, receivers. He's smart. Normally, players who play at Temple tend to be smart. Like they always tend to drag because they. Since they're not a big-name school, they kind of have to be crafty with who they get, mm-hmm. with who they recruit. So they may not recruit guys with the best physical tools, but they always tend to draft smart players. Mm-hmm. Um, he led the team in tackles last year, tackles for losses. Uh, he, I, I think he's going to be a starter in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I I think I did also watch some of his film, and I and I liked him as well. I feel like Driscoll and uh, Tea or whatever were like one of their their better picks in this draft. I'm a big not fan, anti fan of Jalen Rager. I think he's in this wide okay. receiver class, which I thought was very good. I thought he was probably like the sixth or seventh best guy. Um, I understand like I guess it's like a different scheme fit. Um, we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, but like you know he seems like a Deshaun Jackson type guy, but um. I, hopefully I just less I racist. <laughs> what was that? I'm racist. I said, well, well, hopefully he's less racist. Oh, hopefully he's less racist. Oh, I true. Am, that whole, I am that whole very much a yeah. release to Sean Jackson. Release to Sean Jackson right now, Cam. I mean, you're only going to get like three games out of him anyway, so might as well just let him go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've had racist wide receivers in the past, though, right? So like, what? It's, it's Philly. Like, like everybody. Like like everybody. Everyone in South Philly's racist. It's the <laughs> Philadelphia has the worst white people in America. <laughs> Bar oh, yeah. none. Okay. I mean, okay, maybe because I, I live on Long Island, like maybe Long Island is worse, okay. but Philly white people gotcha. are pretty bad. <laughs> sure, I, I, I can believe that probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, don't know. but it's, it's interesting. Um, I, I, I think he, he might be a Deshaun Jackson replacement, yeah, and maybe this like. year they were just like, okay, listen, we have the best tight end or a top three tight end in the league. And yeah. we have, uh, and we have a tight end in Goddard. I love who Goddard. Is might who might be like a top fifteen tight end. He's stupid yeah. good. They, yeah, they have the best tight end room in the league for sure. So, so just have, so just have like Jackson and Rager just basically just run every play, and then have those two and Corey Clement be your guys underneath and let them make their plays. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if Deshaun Jackson gets open, air it out, whatever. Yeah. It can happen for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, mean, I think just, I, yeah. I think they were just going for like just kind of a speed kills on, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, all, at at the wide receiver since their tight ends and running and receiving running backs mm-hmm. are really good. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That that's totally fair. Yeah, um, we talked about the wide receiver group. Yeah, that's that's really not all of the receiving weapons even for this team. It's like not even close. It's something that's not. I don't think maybe it's recognized, but I just didn't recognize it at the time. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get it. I didn't did um did Godwin opt out of the season, or, or am I misremembering that? I think like the, the guy they I signed mis- is it Goodwin or Godwin? I forget which one it is. I think you're misremembering it because okay. I That's probably fair. don't. I don't remember hearing about it. Oh no, you're thinking of um, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. The guy that they dra- that they traded uh from from San Francisco. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's I, right. I, okay, I, yeah. I misremembered his name then. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I got it. I yeah, was just looking he, up, so I was like, fuck. Yeah, Yeah. he he opted. He did opt out of the season. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was, I was just curious, yeah, because I... Yeah, because he, he, was, he was the third member of, like, that speed kills offense. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I'm just, I mean, we might as well talk about this now since we're on it. It was one of the questions I had, but I mean, are you comfortable with like the Eagles group or what do you think of the Eagles wide receiver group? Because it feels like a lot of old and new stuff. They got like Arthago Whiteside, who kind of feels like a um, Alshon Jeffrey type player. And they have, uh, we just talked about Rager, who's kind of like a replacement for Deshaun Jackson. Like, do you, do you like like the position they're in or do you think it's good going forward or good now? Or like, what do you, what do you think about that? Because I feel like I it's an interesting situation to talk about. I don't think it's good now. Okay. Um, now, because uh, now, one of the things that I actually was going to bring up is football. Unlike any other sport, things can change so massively. Because I'm at like, as I was thinking about like what I was going to say on this podcast, um, you know, I was thinking about like, oh, people say like system quarterback, like it's a bad thing. Like you know, is Tom is you know, is Tom Brady a system yeah, quarterback? And yeah. the answer is probably, but there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, I, I agree with that. I, I don't care if they're a system quarterback. Right, yeah, I, I don't give yeah. a shit if they're a system yeah. quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just make the system around right. him, dude. That's what everyone should do. You should change the system around the players you have or get players for your system either way. Right. So like, um, who are we just talking about? I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm sorry, picturing uh, like, it. Yeah, like. As white a, side. Oh, I think about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was not good last year. He was mm-hmm. flat out bad, but it's a different yeah. team in a different situation this year. Mm-hmm. You know, this year they're hopefully going to have a healthy Deshaun Jackson, even though, mm-hmm. again, I think they should cut him, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's assume he's there. They're going to yeah. have a healthy Jackson. They're hopefully going to have a healthy Wentz all mm-hmm. year long. If everybody can stay healthy, it's a different situation. And, you know, maybe just throwing him in the slot, just running slants, maybe that is, you know, that that's his job. Maybe that's something he can do. They were playing him mm-hmm. on the outside a lot last year, well, which... I feel like is something he is not very good at. Like he's he's much more of a possession receiver. Yeah, so I mean, with Alshon probably starting on the pup if we start the season on time, kind of feels like he'll maybe be forced into an outside role, unless they just do the speed kills thing like on the outside, um, which is possible. Right, I mean, which which I which honestly I think is what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I make and sense. Then have the tight ends. The, and, right, and then have the inside players because I, I I mean they're going to line up. Goddard and Ertz as their slot receiver more often than mm-hmm. not, I feel. They must have done that last year, too. They right? did. Goddard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, different circumstances, possibly, but yeah, like with all the injuries, right? right? Goddard um, lined up at the slot a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it was, um, why? Well, so, so did Ertz. They're both very comfortable yeah. Yeah. coming out of that standing position. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's all fair stuff. I mean, I guess it's it's an interesting question to ask when they have such good tight ends and, and even, you know, um, receiving running backs. It's interesting to note about that because I, I would probably say they're in a interesting position. I, I like the fact that, you know, Harry Roseman's like, you know, we have these old guys who are good, we think, but we need to get new guys in. Let's get them in sooner rather than later. I, I, I like that approach yeah. for most things. So, like, I, I, I like the position they're in in that way. I just don't know if I like the specific players that much. Are they go outside? I, I'm not ready to pass any judgment on him at all. I mean, I'm a Jaguars fan, so I watched DJ Chark have a terrible rookie year to having a really successful, like, breaking out season last year. So, right. you know, and, totally and it's Yeah, and it's so hard to judge rookies because, again, they're coming oh, from yeah. a game yeah. that is completely different. Think mm-hmm. about, you know, a lot of rookies who we thought were going to be great who ended up being busts and how many rookies who yeah. had a bad first year who then – you know, came back, or how many rookies got drafted early, in, like, like, you know, early first-rounders who even 
sat out for a season or two just because they weren't ready. They had to get accustomed, and then yeah, I mean, great. he got 19 targets in his first year, like Whiteside. Like I, I'm pretty sure he was injured for some amount of time too. But like I just, yeah, I'm not ready to pass any judgment on him yet. Yeah, I'm not ready to do any of that shit yet. So, um, right. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, he played in some. Yeah, whatever. He played in some games. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I think over overall, would you say, sorry, just like going back to the draft stuff. Overall, do you think it was a good draft? Do you a bad draft? Like, do you think it was okay? Just like as a quick end to that. I want to say it was okay. I really like the Jalen Hurt pick. I really like the Sean Bradley pick. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, not a big college football person. I okay. I make the assumption that NFL teams do their due diligence and know what they're doing. Mm. Sometimes, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's why most of the time I always like, hey, if people who are getting way paid way more than me are doing this job, so I'm hoping they got it right. I do, like I said, I, I love the Jalen Hurd pick because I do mm-hmm. think that it's a project. That's right up my alley. Yeah, like I get that. Like drafting somebody, making them better, and then just trading them, that's something I love. Do it every. Yeah. Do it to every player. I mean, not to compare Wentz to Brady or Garoppolo to Hertz, but it feels like it's a situation kind of like that, possibly, right? Where, like, you have a good quarterback there, and then there's another good quarterback people were hyped on and, you know, stuff like that, and, and the trade value is ends up being really good for him. I think that's, like, yeah, the, I, the target you want to get at, right? Yeah, that that feels that feels correct, although Garoppolo mm-hmm. was much more of, like, a polished prospect coming oh, out. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, let's... Uh, okay, so this is a similar question to, like, the wide receiver stuff. I'm curious what you think of the offensive line. I feel like it's also in a little bit of transition, like the wide receiver group, where you have old guys on their way out, like Peters and Kelsey, and then you have new guys like Dillard and Pryor trying to make their way in. I'm curious where you, like, you think they're at. You think they'll, this is, like, a, a good offensive line still, or if they're really rebuilding line, or, like, what's the deal? You know? Well, the, the one thing I always hope you... Kelsey is not as old as people think. I want to say he's 31. 30. I feel like I looked up he was 32. 30. I mean, 31 is possible. He's 31, 32. But he whatever. was drafted sure. in He was drafted in the absolutely terrible 2012 uh, 12 draft. Yeah. Was that the lockout no, no, no. year? Yeah, that was he's the 32. year. Yeah, that was the year that they drafted Danny Watkins first, who was a 26-year-old <laughs> firefighter from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who was in the league for two years? That was their first round pick, and every single pick they had was awful, except for in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. Um, they they took Kelsey, mm-hmm. yeah, and then the year after was like the Fletcher Cox, Vinnie Curry year. Then everything mm-hmm. was right again. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I I mean I still think he has a few more years left. Uh, so if you would ask me before Brandon Brooks got injured doing MMA, which was really weird. I would <laughs> yes, have loved the weird. offensive line. I would have loved, uh, like, uh-huh. the, the five they have with Jason Peters being the first off the bench if somebody got injured because he can basically basically play anything except center. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved that. I don't love Peters at guard, even though I, I, have, I have never played football in my life. Apparently guard mm-hmm. is easier than playing tackle. Oh, okay. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, apparently it's an easier position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to move as much. Um, so hopefully he transitions to that and his body can keep up. You know, he is 36, I want to say. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, he's 38, which is insane. 38. Yeah, Peters. Oh. Are you talking about Peters, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, Peters is 38. I checked that, yeah. Peters is 38. Okay. That's crazy. So, like, yeah, yeah. Hopefully 
hopefully his body can hold up. Yeah. Um, really mad at Brandon Brooks because he was mm-hmm. so good. I would have yeah. loved the I would have loved the line with him on it. Okay. Um, I still think their line is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lane Johnson's the best right tackle in football. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> a, Jason Kelsey is the best center in football. Again, don't at me. Mm, I might at you on that one though. <laughs> don't at me on it. Uh, he okay. He he's he's the best for the size. Like he's like five ten and just a bulldozer. Like I don't understand uh-huh. how he plays. He outruns running backs consistently. <laughs> no, sure, he's very good. I'm not going to disagree. Yeah. With that, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So, um, if the rest of the line holds up, then, and I mean, Wentz is. Well, not a scrambling quarterback has great escape ability. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we've we've oh, we've yeah. all seen the play where he disappears in like <laughs> where he, yeah, where he yeah. disappears in this pile and then just like pops out front. Yeah. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that crazy year he had. Um, yeah, that yeah, yeah that right? was a Super Bowl. Yeah. That was a Super Bowl. Year, crazy yeah. Year. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Dillard coming out of college. Um, so I'm I'm hopeful that he's good. They like how they jumped the Texans to get him. That was really cool. Yes. I really like that. So I'm I, again I'm I'm not a trade up person, but mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. Yeah, um, I, I, I think I'm I'm a get your guy person though. Like as as much as I don't want to trade up either, I'm like you know take best available guy. But like if there's someone you really like, I can see trading up and doing something like that. You know, in circumstances. But I understand. Right, what you're yeah, saying. I'm I, I'm not a I'm I'm 100 like not a trade up guy. Just mm-hmm. uh, un, unless there's somebody like. Like head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, I the the, the only time I ever liked to trade up was when the Eagles traded up to get Wentz, and even then I was nervous because I did not want Goff. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, trade up to get like a quarterback like that is huge too. That's a lot. I mean, now now today I would take either. I like Goff turned out to be like pretty good. Yeah, I think Goff got a bad rap last year. Yeah, I still think right. that Wentz is better than yeah, Goff, I think so. but I think that they're yeah. both going to be perennial pro bowlers. Yeah, I, I could agree with that for sure. Like, I, think like, both I, I wouldn't be surprised for the next, you know, 10 years, uh, one of them is going to miss the Pro Bowl every year because they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, you're the 49ers <laughs> too. And like, yeah, they're, they're stupid good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I would, I would have loved to have taken one of those guys instead of having to deal with playing Gabbert filed up by Blake Bortles, filed up by Nick Foles. No offense, Nick Foles, but lots of offense, to Nick Foles. I, I mean, don't... listen, Nick Foles, <laughs> get your money. Everybody in Philadelphia, yeah, was yeah, just like, was just like, are you sure you want to pay him that much? Yeah, I mean, like we've we've done this before. <laughs> I mean, look, the Bears wanted him for a fourth round pick, so like, I I think you know it's working out right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the thing. The Jaguars don't have the most dead money, uh, dead cap this year or whatever like that, but they're the second most, like 36 mil. So this year's kind of a wash. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah, we so, it'd be, so it'd be awesome for you if they didn't play. Yeah, that would be dope too. I, I would, I would like that to, to, you have four first round picks starting, right. Uh, or, or yeah. playing, right. Cause we got the Rams again next year. So that'd be pretty dope. I'd be very into that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, I think that was a good talk on that. Um, so one thing I want to mention is just like Wentz and the contract. Cause you know, we talked a little bit about, um, Hertz and, you know, I don't think most people assume he's a replacement anytime soon because of, you know, the contract he just signed and stuff. But, 
I mean, does it worry you at all? Do you think that Wentz has maybe not lived up to the contract and that? No, it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't worry me at no, all. No. And I'll. And so I, I didn't no, mean to jump in. No. no, um, no, no, no. And, and and I'll tell you why because Doug Peterson comes from the Andy Reid school, uh, as you know, as a lot of guys do. The Andy Reid coaching tree is crazy, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, so he comes from the Andy Reid school, and Andy Reid about once every three years took a quarterback to play behind McNabb mm-hmm. with clockwork. He always took a quarterback, not as high as his second, but fourth, fifth, sixth. If he saw somebody he liked, he would always take them because mm-hmm. number one, uh, football is a game where people get injured and they get injured horrifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Donovan McNabb tears his ACL, they need somebody who they know knows the system and, you know, and maybe it's, you know, a guy who turns out like A.J. Feely, who, mm-hmm. you know, they drafted in the seventh round, sat on for three years. He comes in, he goes four and one, and then they trade for like a third round pick. And yeah. so that's something that Andy Reid always does. So I think that that's something that we'll get used to seeing with Doug Peterson is that once every three, four years, he's going to take a quarterback. I think that, I think that you know, Jalen Hurt at that point was the best available, and they're thinking, okay, he's a high-round pick. He can learn the system. Um, if Wentz goes down, he can probably step in. If he doesn't, then we can move on from him in two or three years and, un- and unload him to a team that needs a quarterback, maybe at the start of the season, like the way that they unloaded Bradford to – um, the Vikings a couple mm-hmm. years back. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's the thought. And then once they figure out what to do with him, whether it's an unload, whether, you know, Wentz, you know, tears his ACL again and mm-hmm. he's out of football and then he's a replacement. Once they figure out what's going on, then they'll move on from him and they'll pick up another project quarterback. Probably not in the second round, probably again, fourth, fifth, sixth round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I get Watch that. I, I understand. Yeah, I understand that wanting to have a quarterback at the most or a backup that's still good at the you know most important position in the league. Like I get that. Um, yeah, do you think there's like any chance that you know the Eagles maybe take it out and Hurts is the guy down the road? I think that it would take. It would be one of two things. It would mm-hmm. be Wentz falling off a cliff, where it, if it's week seven. And he's thrown five touch, touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, listen, you just you don't have it this year. We don't know what's going on. We're going to put in hurt. We're going to sit you down. We're going to figure out mm-hmm. what's wrong with you because you're better than this. Mm-hmm. That's one. And then, it, you know, hurt comes in and he goes, you know, nine and two and they end up salvaging the season and making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just like, okay, listen, let's let's unload Wentz. We got what we, we we got our Super Bowl out of him. Like even though you know Foles won it, like he he got him there. Like yeah, he's course, the reason course. they yes. were the first were the first um, seed. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. Uh, the second thing is if like Wentz completely shreds his ACL again. Uh huh. It's just injuries lead to it. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think that stuff's like? I mean, him him just being bad. Or him tearing his ACL, or him tearing whatever, like completely fucking up his body. Do you, do you think there's like a twenty percent chance that happens, or like? I think there is a less than one percent chance that he just forgets how to play football. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. 
I, I think that's very low. He seems to okay. have great intangibles, like mm-hmm. great intelligence for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, him tearing up his body, I would put at 20%. He does move around in the pocket a lot. He does tend to hold on to the ball sometimes. Um, hopefully it's something that he can learn to stop doing, learn how to throw the ball away a little bit, become maybe it's, you know, more Brady-esque where, you know, Brady, Brady never um, left the pocket, but he moved around in the pocket. Like he, mm-hmm. he knew how to avoid pressure and just kind of like, you know, take, take two slides to the right and mm-hmm. kind of avoid everything, but without running. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. If, if, gotcha. if he can do that, he'll, he'll extend his career. And I would bring that 20% to like uh, 7%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I I got that. Yeah. I, I mean, quarterbacks do have to make transitions as they get older. I guess because of injury things or whatever. I I normally point to like Russell Wilson, right, being like less of a scrambling quarterback and more of a yeah. Um. But I mean, it sucks that like you know one of the advantages of like being a young quarterback is your mobility and stuff, right? Um. Would suck if that like you had to sacrifice that for some just to not get hurt. Um. But I mean, I understand. Mines is a great quarterback or a very good quarterback right now. Yeah. I'm not. Year, I, I, years I'm, ago. I'm not ready yeah. to put him in. Yeah. Re- in great i think he's like on the cusp like i'd put him in the top 10 but like at nine or ten like he's not i just did a ranking yeah i forget where i had him he's definitely around there or around right but like listen if you put him at 12 like i'd be like okay that's like (laughs) yeah he's he's probably depending on the person he's floating between eight and 12 yeah no for for sure for sure that's fair um yeah yeah i I guess i mean i don't know if i see hurts ever getting there so yeah maybe that's fair um okay uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to comment on the Wentz thing, because it's just interesting, you know, the freak injuries, and, like, I, I don't know, it, it's possible that the deal was maybe too much, but it's it's actually, I was looking at it on Track. it's only till he's 32, it's like, he signed an extension for, you know, four years? It's not, it's not that long of a deal, like, it wasn't like a mega contract, so, or it didn't feel as much, right? Like, a shorter deal? It's, it's a shorter deal, but it's a yeah. ton of money. Well, it's a ton of money, for sure, but I mean, but I mean like, a ton of money. like, yeah. now, like, when when did football players like get these crazy con- like yeah baseball contracts, I, I feel yeah. like I woke up one day and like Patrick Mahomes like bought the Kansas City Royals <laughs> true how did, did that where how did we get to this <laughs> yeah I mean uh, yeah he's like a part owner now right or something like that I don't think he's like yeah a yeah but yeah yeah um yeah no I don't know I mean it's it's like baseball money for quarterbacks I don't know like they're just that valuable like there just aren't enough good quarterbacks possibly we might be getting out of that though soon we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes i don't know it's i i oh, i mean I, I, I mean just like the parody of quarterbacks like i think i think we might get closer to i don't know if they'll be getting paid any less but i think it's possible that we see a lot more quarterbacks coming up a lot of quarterbacks going to the wayside that were older um and we see new guys come up and, and do that but i mean i could be wrong i just think that's what's happening because i see a lot of good talent around the league um yeah very yeah true. yeah i mean i mean i that's also like baseless like i don't have a lot like to, to super back that up with, but <laughs> Um, I, I, I feel like that's the way with like Roethlisberger leaving. And I, I feel like there are a lot of, a lot more new, new rookies that I'm way more excited about than I, I used to be, but whatever we'll say. In this, in this podcast, we do not talk about facts. We talk about <laughs> how we feel and we do not use numbers to substantiate anything. <laughs> we use a little bit of numbers sometimes. At least, at yeah. least this week. I don't know how often you record, but this episode, it's wild <laughs> accusations everywhere. That's all we're talking about. <laughs> True. That's how I like to live my life. Um, Anyway, okay, let's uh, let's expand a little bit. Let's talk more All about right. the NFC East. Let's do it. 
Um, yeah, what do you what do you think the NFC East looks like at the end of the year? Do you think the Eagles are on top or what's going on? I think it's I think it's Eagles and everybody else. Um, okay. I, I'm not sold on the Giants. Um, obviously they have Barkley and he's the best running back in the league. But yeah, I agree. The issue that the Giants are having is that they have nobody else. Um, I know they just um, brought in the young quarterback. I, I'm bl- I'm, I feel like I've blanked on people's names like set late. I'm, I'm an awful podcast guest person. It's okay. Wait, the, the quarterback, Daniel Jones? That was, yes, that? yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, he's good, but he's not there yet. Yeah, sure. And by the time that he's going to be there, they have good, they're going to be running Barkley into the ground. Mm-hmm. They're already running him into the ground. And, you know, in, in today's NFL, running backs have, what, a four to six year window? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely and short. We're, and we're entering into year four, year three or four with uh, Barkley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 2017, right? He was with all the other quarterbacks. So his third year. So, or, or, so we're going to year four. Well, I'm sorry. It's year three. It's, I think it's year three. I may, maybe okay. I'm mistaken when I said 20. But, I, I was, I'm so bad at that. I think it was the 2017 season and then the 2018 draft, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's, it, but Darnold's going to be a third year, right? I know he's taking the same draft as like Darnold, Rose, and all those guys, right? So, third. So he's going yeah. to be his third year. He was the first pick right? or second pick whatever second pick after the browns yeah yeah yes, sorry yeah. The, the i browns mean he was like... also hurt last year too so like yeah you have a point right and it kind of rushed him back possibly from that injury because he came back a lot faster than it was initially diagnosed so yes uh so by the time they get everything else together he's probably going to be on his last legs mm-hmm. especially yeah, just how much they run him yeah um, but I, I do, I mean, I do disagree. I think they do have a lot of, I think they do have other weapons besides him. Like, I, I really like the receiving core. Sterling Shepard, we got Golden Tate, um, we got the rookie, Lesher Slayton, who was pretty okay, and then tight end, they got Evan Ingram. Like, I feel, and the offensive line isn't bad either. Golden um, Tate like is the some... most overrated player. You think so? In, uh, yes. Really? Ev- okay. I feel like Golden Tate is everybody's six-round fantasy choice, who they're <laughs> always like, why did I take Golden Tate in the sixth round? He, okay. And when, when he was on the Eagles, he was supposed to be like, okay, he's going to come in, he's going to stabilize, you know, the the um, the offense, wide receiver core, and just didn't do, like, made, like, one big catch, didn't do anything. And ever since then, I've been watching, I'm just like, he's just... He's somebody who I always feel like announcers are like, you should keep your eyes on Golden Tate. He's due for a breakout year. And then the next year, keep your eyes on Golden Tate. He's due for a breakout year. And he's just never had it. Like, he's just somebody who just kind of coasts. I mean, good for him. He keeps getting paid. But I think he's very overrated. Um, interesting. I, I probably disagree. He's got some pretty good, not that PFF is like the god of all things, but he's got some pretty good PFF ratings. I think his route running is pretty good. He's ne- he's never, I don't, I think you're right though about him never like really breaking out. He had the one year with 13,000 or 1300 yards. Yeah. Um, and then he had like two, a thousand yard seasons after that. I think he's good though. Um, but I'm not saying he's going to come in there and change the system around. I think Sterling Shepard's a good receiver. So I think having him as like a two or a yeah, three, I, if Jerry Slayton's that good, I think that's pretty good for them. Which is makes him rounded. I don't, I don't, I don't think know. he's a three. That's where the Eagles were playing yeah. him, and yeah, he's, sure. he's he's either a two or a four. Like that's where you okay. either okay. You, you you want him as the stretch guy. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I think he's I think he's better than people giving him credit for now. But you're right. In the past, people probably gave him too much credit or thought he was going to break I mean, out you, in a more fair way. Will be right. He's just he he's just no. But I'm, I'm agreeing with you in that part. I yeah, think, I he, probably, right? he, he's just one of those hate players. But like, no matter how <laughs> good like he is, I'm just never. Oh, he's not that good. <laughs> I'll I'll be there with some hate players. I have I have a lot of that. So, um, being a Jaguars fan and hating everyone who's good at my just division, which everyone team. else. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also hating the team. True. That is very true. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Okay. So you think it's Eagles, everyone else? Do you think Dallas is a playoff team though, or they're like an eight and eight, seven and nine team, or I, they're probably an eight and eight set again, assuming a sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Assuming. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're probably eight and eight, nine and seven ish. I think that Dak Prescott is probably the most. I don't want to say he's overrated, but he's one hundred percent overpaid, and it's affecting the rest of the team. Mm. Okay. Um, they're, they, for some reason, they still have the, um, reputation of how they have the best offensive line in the league. And they have, they don't, they're Uh good, but they're not what they were three years ago. Yeah. I think the Colts have the best line right now. Uh, I think Dallas is probably maybe top five, top three. I don't even think they're that good. Really? Who, who else is top 10? Who, who do you think is like a top three? Just uh, if you have like a, or if you. Thought about other guys. I, I haven't even. Yeah, thought, yeah, sure. I just. I the only thing I thought about is I'm gonna come on here and shit on the Cowboys. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's all I thought about. No, but <laughs> just just from yeah. watching them, um, they're just another team that it seems always due for a breakout, and it just never happens. Yeah. Last year, like, you know, it, it, it sure. just always. I, listen, I'm gonna shit on Dex, Dex Prescott. <laughs> Dak Prescott. Okay. Jesus Christ, I cannot talk. I'm gonna <laughs> shit on Dak Prescott. I'm gonna do it a lot. I think he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think that he is overhyped just because of where he was taken in the draft. Um, since he was taken in I, the third round, in the third or fourth round, I forget. Yeah. But, you know, he came out of the same draft as yeah. Wentz and Goff, and Wentz and Goff, you know, kind of came out of the gate slow, and Dak Prescott came in and um, took them straight to the playoffs. And I think that that has hindered him more than helped him. Mm-hmm it really put a lot of unrealistic expectations. You see it a lot. Like I think the same thing happened with Nick Foles. Nick Foles, not his rookie year, but the first Chip Kelly year when he threw, you know, 28 and two and currently has a ball in the hall of fame because he threw seven (laughs) touchdowns in three quarters. Um, That probably hurt him more than it helped him because he became so overhyped. And I think that Prescott it kind of fell into that same trap. So if there's any Cowboys fans listening, <laughs> I will shit on him, but it's just because I hate him, not because I think he's a bad player. I do think that he is overhyped and over overvalued, not overrated, overvalued monetarily. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I I think though I'm I think I'm on uh, Dallas to 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 be the division winner in this in, in the league. I mean, I think they have a really good offense. They have a very good offensive line. I think it's top five. Um, I, I love the receiving group. Um, you know, they lost. They, they uh, do have, they do have good, a uh, very good receiving core. God, I love Gallup. He's, he's, he's under, I mean, I think he got yes. a lot of credit last year cause he had some pretty blow up games, but I think that guy is like already on his way to being a number one receiver and Cooper is good. I just, I mean, it's hard See, to overlook I, some I of the drops cause he just drops things. stupid balls. And it's like, you're better than this, bro. Right? Or am I wrong? No, I yeah. I I think so, but I mean you needed somebody to come in and replace Des Bryant and he really yeah. filled that void. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he stretches the field. Guy he he's like double covered. I watched a lot of Dallas film in the offseason. He's covered all the time. Um and Gallup is really good. I think otherwise so just like really he he really uh just suffered from being targeted so much when he had another I receiver on the field. For for me, I think Gallup really is a player that mm-hmm benefits from playing next to Cooper because sure. Cooper has gravity. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they definitely benefit they, each other, but yeah, yeah Cooper yeah. more because of the name. Well, I, sure. I, 
I think Gallup benefits more off Cooper than the other. Yeah, player, I, I right? get, Yeah, since, I would agree with that. Yes. Right. Since Cooper gets the gravity. Yes. Um, that leaves Gallup a lot of time on one on one, with a lot of the time no safety help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. That's totally fair. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the defense though too. If, if we're talking about that stuff too, I think they have a better defense than the Eagles. I would probably say. I mean, losing that's uh, probably closer than I'm maybe giving credit for. I, I think it's closer than you think. The um, uh, to me, the Eagles still have the best defensive line in football. They've had the best defensive line in football for the past couple years. Okay. I might, I might, uh, I might say that okay through good of teeth, but yeah, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. They're, I mean, Cox is, is the second best defensive lineman probably in the league, probably. I think. Yeah, I would, yeah, I think that think yeah. it's probably fair. Um, so I get they, that. They, yeah. to, okay, then we can agree they have a top three defensive line. Um, I don't want to commit to that on on my podcast. Oof, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's, it's I mean, shit, I'll commit to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a good offensive line. I think. Though I'm, I'm very happy line, with defensive. Yeah, defensive line. Yeah, defensive line. Yes. Um, I, I think I'm. I if this linebacking group is healthy the entire year. I mean, not that Sean Lee's ever healthy, but Sean Lee. They got fucking Jalen Smith and then Leighton Vanderesh, who just had a weird year last year. He was so good yeah. in 2018. I, I don't know how you could have that bad of a year. You know, he was injured, but but still, Leighton yeah, Vanderesh comes back. There's three things you can always count on: mm-hmm. death, taxes. Sean Lee getting injured in week two. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, that's, I mean that's at fair. this at this point, I feel like Sean Lee has been injured every year for the last ten years. Yeah, I don't even know how long he's been in the league, but it feels like forever. I think it's ten years. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much can he really have? Left? No, sure, but I, I mean, I'm I'm very excited for because this uh, this unit was really bad last year, and I think you know yes, we have they, all these guys healthy. They, they'll be very good. L- losing um Byron Jones is definitely hurts. Um. Because I don't think any of the guys they have to replace them are going to be there. But yeah, I mean, I like Lahaha Clinton Dix a lot. Um, I mean, I like their safety Woods, Xavier Woods, right? He's good. Like, I, I think this defense is a, is a lot more well rounded than people give it credit for. I think the linebacking group can be good, stay healthy, which I really more mean Blaine Van Der Esch. But if they could do that, I think this would be a very good defense. Right. Um, now, with yeah. with that being said, I I said I put the Cowboys at eight and eight, nine and seven. Nine yeah. and seven may win the division. Yeah, I, I like that was might say, be yeah, that might fair. be good enough to yeah. win the division. Yeah, oh, okay, I, I think that's probably fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's fair. I think both teams probably beat the Giants twice. Both teams beat Washington twice, yeah. and they probably go one and one against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The this Eagles team has never played the Cowboys well. Maybe the, the Cowboys might go six and zero in the division, just because Did this last, Eagles team no, they didn't last year because the Eagles won that last game. Did they yes. go five and one in the division, or like four and two? They had like a very good record against the division. I think field. they went five and one, but the the, yeah. the Cowboys always always do well in division. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but even even those like McNabb years when the Eagles were consistently uh-huh. um, throwing out like twelve and four, twelve and four, thirteen and three, twelve and four. Um, Dallas always played them hard, even the years when Dallas had like Quincy Carter as their starting quarterback before the Tony Romo years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, they the, the Cowboys have always played in division pretty pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see them going six and zero in division this year, and if they go six and zero, I think that's probably enough to get them, you know, over the hump, and that might get them to nine and seven, ten and six, and at that point they win the division. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I think the Eagles are a better team. The issue is is that. Um, can the Eagles stay healthy? If the Eagles, yeah. if if both teams stay healthy, I think the Eagles are better. 
if the Eagles have their normal, like, okay, Wentz goes down, Deshaun Jackson goes down, Jalen Mills goes down, Fletcher Cox goes down, then they're going to, I mean, they've somehow in the past two years when everybody goes down, they still finish 10 and six, which I'll never understand. Well, it's Doug Peterson just being a good coach. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, I, I don't think they have the talent this year to sustain another Wentz goes down, especially when their backup is a rookie who is learning the system during a pandemic. Like, that might be one bridge too far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What, what about the other two teams? I, do we, I don't even feel like talking about Washington. <laughs> They're just always a dumpster fire. Uh, we, yeah. we touched on the Giants, which... Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, which which kind of sums up, which is um, they're a team that's going to be good in three years, maybe two yeah. years. I, yeah, I definitely plan for that. For I, sure. I think it's going to be another five and eleven team. But mm-hmm. football is a sport where very rarely do teams stay the course. If the Giants yeah. stay yeah. the course, they will be eleven and five, twelve and four in the next two to three years, and if they get another good running back to spell Barkley. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. They, I, I they, they, need to, they need to start thinking about saving his legs for when the rest of the team catches up with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's possible. Yeah. I don't think they're doing anything this year. Um, but I, I mean, I do like a lot of the moves. I like signing Bradbury. I like the trade. I love the Odell trade looking back on it. I was so dumb to even say anything to the otherwise, because getting Zeitler and peppers and, and the draft capital is just, Oh my God, so much more worth it for getting rid of that contract. Really? Yeah. I'm, what was the oh, draft capital so good. From, from him? I I forget. I'm sorry. Well, uh, um, how many picks did they get off? Oh uh, God, oh, I, I forget. It was. I think it was. Let's look. Odell Beckham. Beckham trade. I, I know it was a dumb I'm amount so of first this. round pick. Yeah, it was. It was. Like um, four. No, wait. Not that many picks. I don't think. Right. Um, in exchange for a first round pick. Um. The second of the Browns, yeah. New York straight Beckham to Cleveland exchange for a first round pick and a third round pick and Jabril, Pe- Jabril Peppers. That's what I thought it was like. more picks than that. Yeah, um, and I think they just swapped straight up for Zeitler and uh, and Vernon. I think that's how that went too. Okay. Um, I know there were separate deals, but I just because it was all the same offseason. Um, uh, I just think there's really good uh, to me. That's a that's just a good deal both ways. I mean, uh, it's the Browns. They don't have anybody throwing to them, but. I'm not big. Yeah, I'm. I'm not big on. Uh, oh, okay. Eighteen, blanking on his name. Eighteen times this podcast. Baker? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm not big on. Uh, on on him. Like just from watching him, I think he's a little bit overhyped. He's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like Baker a little more. But he is. I mean, he's. It's all on him this year. At least if we're talking about the Browns, like they have everything in place. They have a better offensive line, great wide receivers, two great running backs. They brought in Austin Hooper. Like if it's if it doesn't, it falls on him this year completely. So we'll we'll, we'll yeah. see. Third year too, so very important year. Yeah, I feel like that's always the year for quarterbacks. It's like the third yeah, year is to make the break. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, start thinking about a contract extension, right? So definitely around there. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I so I mean, I think there's some good spots on the Giants. I think you're probably right. This this can be an 11, 11 win team in maybe two years. I would think they have to get there sooner rather than later because Zeitler's getting a little bit up there. Barkley, like you said before. Um, but, I mean, their defense is pretty young. Uh, I'm glad they signed. Oh, my God. I'm glad they signed Leonard Williams because that guy, like, they dealt so much for him for almost no. I think they dealt, like, a third-round pick or, like, a, a second-round pick for him last year. And it was like, dude, are you not going to sign him? 
Like, what are you doing signing yeah, up for a that, rental last year? That was crazy. Because they yeah, barely just signed it like recently, like a month ago. It's crazy. But yeah, no, I again, I I think the Giants are uh, at at least one year. Like if yeah, if they're right, able this to year accelerate. Yeah. Like th- this year is not their year, but if they're if they're yeah. able to accelerate, like they they could start taking over the NFC East next year if the if you know the Eagles can't put it together with the team with the stars that they have, <laughs> if they okay. can't put it together, um, it's going to be up for the taking. Yeah, like Dak leaves the and division. Too. Obviously, awesome. you know the, the the Cowboys are good. I think you're a little bit higher on them than I yeah. am. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm forever going to hate the Cowboys. <laughs> that's okay. I'll forever hate the Colts, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think they're also if we talk about Washington too, the Washington football team. I think they have some bright spots there too. Um, not as many as the Giants do, but I mean, I love Sweat uh, Montez Sweat, who they got last year in the draft. Bit, pretty big fan of him. He had a pretty good year last year. Um, and I mean, they, they got Chase Young this year. I think those could be a duo for years to come. I'm definitely not anywhere close to being out on, on Haskins. He was my number one quarterback going into the draft last year or two years ago. Whatever. I've, um, I've just lived through so many, <laughs> this is the year that Washington's good. Got to watch yeah. out for Washington and they go three and 13. Yeah. Oh, I it's don't think they're going to be like, this year, but yeah. Well, yeah. It, it doesn't matter what they do. They can sign a 26-year-old John Elway, and I'll be like, okay, they'll go, they'll go four and twelve, whatever. I'm, I'm sensing a little bit of bias here, just a tiny bit. The <laughs> well, no, bit. It, it, it's it's <laughs> not it's not even bias. It's yeah. just I'm so used to seeing them just go out and spend on big money free agents, and you know this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year, and it just never is. And I I don't know if it's. I mean, I know it's Daniel Snyder and him just not <laughs> knowing how to run a football team. Yeah. But it That's feels like I, I, it feels like just terrible, terrible karma, luck, whatever. Because it's like they go out and get players who are good, and then like just crazy things happen. Like Albert Hainsworth like forgets how to play football. Yeah, that was a big one for sure, for sure. Like um, that, like like that was you. Know, they were supposed to go like twelve and four and win the division and make a deep playoff run, and they went three and thirteen. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, football. I'm typing in the Washington team. I'm like, Washington football team? Right, that's what I have to call them. Because yes. <laughs> I have to make sure I get this right. Oh, God. Is that not going to be? Whatever. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's 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 where you are on the division, which I think is probably where most Eagles fans are, if not most other people are. It's either Dallas or Philly. And, you know, nine wins probably yeah, wins the division. I, 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 I think then, nine wins wins. Yeah. I think nine I think, and a half wins the division yeah like, i mean I the other team goes eight and eight again i mean they could make the playoffs right we got seven playoff teams this year right so i w- i mean we're making assumptions of yeah we sure right. I mean, going yeah. to go yeah but yeah that's what it's going off of what it's supposed to be yes right yeah, exactly um yeah okay cool all right so let's just wrap it up real quick with some um just uh just some some very basic full predictions some some quick you know full of full of rigor and analysis um who do you think I'm, is gonna I'm, I'm open the Super Bowl? Analysis. This year? I'm not <laughs> no, I mean this is I, this I, is I so hard to do. It's impossible to like, you know. Well, guess yeah, like, I, again, accuracy. football is so incredibly unpredictable. Yeah, yeah of course. But sixteen I mean, games, if we're, like the amount of people interacting every time. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. if we're going off of just sitting here right now, I I think we just have a Super Bowl rematch. I think it's going to be San Francisco. 
And I know okay. that's probably like a cop out, but they're it still is. the two best teams. Yeah. I mean, I'm not betting against Mahomes in any way. So, like, yeah, I get that for sure. No, I um, mean, now last year, last year he was stupid good. And I feel like he cannot do that again. Like, I, I don't know. I think he can. I mean, he was I, injured for like four I, games too. They made the playoffs. He came back perfectly fine after like a yeah. game. I it was it was insane because I thought you know right. I, which is why I, I don't think he can do that again. I think that he can have a great. I think he can have a forty touchdown year. I don't think he can, you know, come close to what he put up last year. That it was mm-hmm. craziness. <laughs> um, but I still think they're the best team in football. Yeah, I mean, I I probably agree, um, but I think it's just because of Mahomes that I agree with that, because I just think it's like impossible to have, um, like a quarterback like, like it's just if you have a quarterback this good, you're you're gonna be good continually. I don't know if they have like I know what you said they have the best team. It's probably because you take into account Mahomes and how good he is at the best at the most important position. I feel like other places they struggle. I don't know. There's their defense played. I feel like played out of its mind last year and wasn't very good in the first half of the year. And I just, um, you know, I think it's possible that they don't do it. But if I'm betting on someone, it's either them or Baltimore. Because Baltimore only got better in the offseason, yeah, I think. Yeah, well, so. Baltimore is yeah. stupid good. Yeah, their defense uh, is insane. I mean, if we're comparing, like, straight talent, like, they have the most talent in the league. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it's that, It's damn. <laughs> it's, whoever it's wins the good. AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. I think that's Maybe. kind of a given. Because Maybe. I think it's going to come down to those two teams. And I think that... Um, that San Fran is probably the third best team in football, but it's a decent step down from Baltimore slash Kansas City. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I think the NFC definitely has more better teams, but I think you're right. I, that it's I think more it's gonna be, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a tighter contest, much tighter yeah. con- contested, especially yeah. that. I mean, I am fully prepared for Brady to either throw. Dude. 52 touchdowns or throw 13 touchdowns and 26 interceptions. I'm this, fully prepared for both. This, this is Peyton Manning year. This is him going to a different team with a really good defense and dominating. This is this is what it is. I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Like, I watched so much Tampa film this offseason. Their team, they, they lost, like, three wins because of Jameis. So, like, he was had, like, a minus four war. Like, this guy was yeah. so bad for this team with so many other good things happening around him. I just, yeah, um, the defense is insane. Uh, I don't think people are rec- able to recognize that yet, but they're only going to get better. Their secondary was very good, and they're all under 25. Um, they got one of the best safeties in the draft in Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, I'm just very, very excited for this team, and I'll say that again. And I, I know there are always these trendy teams that people are like, oh, they like you know made a move, and now they're going to be good finally. Uh, I, I think this, I actually believe in this team, which is not normal for me. I normally go with like tried and true stuff. But if I'm getting my Super Bowl predictions, it's probably going to be Kansas City, and I think Green Bay. I think Green Bay has a really well-rounded team, so I'm pretty. I can, I'm pretty Green, I, I can see Green Bay making a run. Yeah, I'm pretty. I, I'm pretty I still, I still think the 49ers, as long as they stay, stay healthy, no major injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're still the best team in the NFC, but football is super unpredictable. So yeah. I think, you know, I think they take a step back. Losing Buckner's pretty bad. Sherman played yeah. kind of out of his mind. He was very good, but I think he kind of played out of his mind. They signing Armstead. Feels you know, he he played bad. he played crazy out of it. Like yeah. that was like a swan song year. Yeah, I um, yeah. I mean, I like Sherman. I still think he's going to be a quarterback, but he was like oh, one no, of the no, best no. quarterbacks he, in the league last year, which he's is insane. Good, but like, 
he he was like last dance good. Yeah, like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like um, like this is like this is my yeah. last great shot. Mm-hmm. I am just going to go out and destroy mm-hmm. myself to win. Yeah, like I that's mean, what I, that felt like. That's what that yeah. year felt like to me. Yeah, I mean, I also, I mean, I love Shannon. He's a great coach. I think he's doing wonders with that offense and Jimmy G, who I think is a good quarterback too. Right, um, and I, yeah, I think I, he's doing wonders. And like, I have a soft spot for um, Kittle too, because I'm like. Uh, for for Kittle the tight end, mm-hmm. yeah, because I I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. Okay. So whenever he makes a catch and stands up and does the zero meow thing, I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> that's cool. That's, that's so awesome. <laughs> Where I, I I think he went. I think he like came to a like he came to like a game in like a Pentagon Zero mask, and I'm like, this is great. Uh-huh. Sign me up. He is my favorite player now. <laughs> That's dope. I mean, I, I I like it all for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Who who do you think uh wins MVP this year? You think it's Mahomes, Lamar? Again, I, I again taking the easy way out because I do think it's Mahomes. Yeah. I, I mean, um, mm-hmm. if he doesn't get injured last year, yeah, he like uh it's it's just crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Um. I I do think it's Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they didn't make any major changes. Basically, everything's still in place, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. one year better. And now he's got the, the con- now he's got like that Super Bowl swagger. All right, you you know what's a better question? Maybe maybe I can get like a dark horse MVP or like a dark horse Super Bowl a Super Bowl team. Maybe that's like a better exercise if you have one of those. Ooh, ooh, right? Like, because I feel like you know I probably agree with all this stuff, and that's kind of boring. Like, maybe we get like a dark horse. Like my dark horse Super Bowl could be like Tampa Bay and the Colts. You know. Oh, Seattle. I like Seattle. I like them before even even the Jamal trade. So, which is all, like, plus for me. Yeah, I can, um... I can see Seattle coming out of the NFC. Like, oh, yeah. you know, they get, Definitely. like, you know, some some things go right for them. Mm-hmm. 100% can see them coming out of the NFC. Even out of that just absolute dogfight out of a division. Oh, yeah, it's gonna, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Out of the AFC uh, again, because yeah, yeah, as yeah. you said, the AFC is so it's so top heavy yeah. that I'm just having an issue seeing anybody other than the Colts. Not sorry, not not the Colts. Yeah. Um, the Ra- I was thinking Baltimore for some reason. My head went Colts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, other than the Ravens or Kansas City coming out of it, mm-hmm. I just really, I just really don't see it. Um, yeah. Can I interest you in a San Diego, or I'm sorry, not even San Diego, LA Chargers, or maybe a Colts, or maybe a Texans, if you believe Deshaun Watson is? I, know, like, I was, team? I was actually thinking mm-hmm. Texans mm-hmm. before I was like, yeah, I know they're too top heavy, but I, I, yeah. I can definitely get interested in the Texans. Is that, is that I mostly because of, mostly because of Watson, I would assume? Yes. I, I'm yeah. a, I'm. So, uh, to be fair, is I, I watch a de- I watch a decent amount of football, not as much as I used to, mm-hmm. but there were two games I always made sure to watch last year. Mm-hmm. It was the Eagles and it was the Texans. Okay, because I okay. absolutely loved Watson. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I like Watson a lot too. I just don't understand how they keep winning when their past defense has been shit for the past five years. I guess it's just a bad division. But like I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's not. Their yeah, past they're, they, is so bad. 
Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, they kind of got lucky in a bad division too. Fucking so. terrible. Yeah, it's not a good division. I, I definitely yeah. agree that it's not a good division this year. Um, and it'll probably it'll probably be very similar to the the NFC East where it's like you know nine and seven gets it probably I would think. So. Yeah, but like you've like we've all seen, um, you know like weird runs where an eight and eight nine and seventeen yeah. like the uh, Giants in 07. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We've seen that happen before. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking the Colts maybe because. I think they could possibly put it together in the playoffs. A great offensive line. Phillip Rivers is there. Trading for DeForest Buckner. You know, if the defense comes back, they have good pieces on there. I love Michael Pittman. Um, so I, I think it's it's entirely possible. But yeah, that's like a long shot for sure. I mean, I, I like the, the Chargers actually a decent amount. If their defense stays healthy, that could be like the most dominant defense we, we see in the AFC this year. Um, I think right. even surpassing Baltimore. I'm going to give a real, like the darkest of horse... MVP. If you say the Jaguars, I'm gonna like yelp. Just letting you know. No, 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 not not of Super Bowl. Of oh, okay. MVP. Oh yeah, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see that. That that is something. I mean, a quarter. Uh, when's the last time a running back won? Adrian Peterson. Exactly. Right? Like. So, yeah. But he's good enough to make people actually like. Like he he's just he's good enough to make. They're gonna have to win though, right? For sure, for him to be. I feel like right. Yeah, yeah. Which I yeah, think it's a tough is, sell. But yeah, I understand. Not, yeah, this is not baseball where in five yeah. and eleven Trout. Degrom can win the Cy Young. Degrom too, yeah, true, true, very sure, definitely. Yeah, um, no, which with, is sad, I think. With but football, yeah. you need it. Yeah, with, with with football, you need a winning record. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Not a winning record is probably not enough. You probably need a deep playoff run to win MVP. Yeah, you definitely need to. Definitely need like a yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I feel like when Peterson won, they were like thirteen and three. Um, the Vikings, I think, but yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, that's a, that's a good dark horse, though. Yeah, no, definitely a running back is, like, that's that's tough. Yeah, tough sell now. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, okay, you know what? Because I, I see, like, of all the universes, like, maybe three where he wins it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't sure. think ours is one of them. Yeah, no, I, I, I probably agree. Um, yeah, if I had a dark horse pick, <sighs> maybe Brady. And he has, like, a, he has that, uh, a, um, I know that's, like, a weird thing to say because he's won some MVPs and all that stuff. But, like, right, you know, but, like, as, like, a comeback player. Yeah, it's, like, a comeback thing, you know? I mean, a new team. I mean, if they go 3-13, and 13, I think he's well within, you know, I, I really do, I really can see him having a Peyton Manning go into the Broncos-esque year with a great defense, some really good weapons. Um, yeah, but, like, remind yeah. me if I'm wrong, didn't, yeah, Peyton Manning's first year there, he was still Peyton Manning. Uh, and then after that, yeah, no, you're, you're, prob- you're probably right. Yeah, he was really good for the one year, and then when they won the Super Bowl, he was really bad. Yeah, right. That would yeah, when they got crushed by Seattle. Won. That was one of my favorite Super Bowls because fuck me, man, I hate him. He's my least favorite base, uh, football player of all time. But um, yeah, I mean, he uh, he was definitely he was definitely Peyton Manning. That that's a fair point. Brady is older, obviously, and yes. you know wasn't playing the best football. But I still, I mean, Brady had like no weapons to throw to, and now he goes to possibly the best one-two punch receiving group in in the league. Um, with a really good defense, I, I we could see a lot of fun stuff happening there. I think. Uh, I I think so too, but it's also yeah. one of those things which how is his system going? Yeah, first Arians, we'll say uh, we'll definitely say he's only played for one coach's entire right, career, sure. which is yeah. crazy thinking about it. But yeah, you know he's not now he's not taking his plays from Belichick. You know is yeah. is he going to buck a little bit? Is he going to audible out a lot of the time? Mm-hmm. It can he and another coach get along yeah no that's that's definitely fair i mean i i'm very excited to see that what it's like uh or at least i'm more excited about belichick because i'm a huge belichick fan even though i probably shouldn't be my mom's like a jets fan i grew up in new jersey so 
probably okay. shouldn't lick him, but <laughs> I do anyway. I really, he's like, we're about to New favorite. Jersey. What's up? We're about to New Jersey. Uh, I'm from like Bergen County, like North Jersey. Oh, I'm from like South. I'm from like Atlantic City. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Atlantic City for a warp tour last year. <laughs> it's a good time. Oh, Did it I was, so was going to go to that and then, oh, yeah. And then didn't. Yeah, yeah, it I was. Mean, really... I, I still go down there for concerts a lot. Like, uh, if you go to like Warp Tour, I I always travel to Philadelphia to see the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, my my buddies really like. That. I have a friend who lives in Philly, one who lives like in New Jersey, kind of close. They love going to those those shows. Yeah, um, yeah. My my buddy turned. That's like pop punk, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's yeah. like that was like when like like the sad boy pop punk that yeah. got popular like that from too. like 2010 to 2014. Yeah, yeah like yeah. before Midwest emo uh-huh. came around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I get that. My my buddy, uh, I in like 2011, I think that's when I was a freshman in college. Yeah, my buddy like turned me on, and I never heard like music like that before. And I was like, oh, this is really dope. And then been on yeah. that train ever since. <laughs> Went to my first yeah. fucking uh, warp tour when I was, I think like out of college. So that's weird, but uh, it was a good time. <laughs> See, my, my my first warp tour was 2001. Damn man, yeah. I was I was 14. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. How old was I? God damn um yeah i was 14 and then two years later i went to war tour and got my nose broken oh shit were you in like a pit or whatever and yeah 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 for sure i i went into that once that was a that was an interesting time i'm a small man i'm like five six not very not very muscly so it was a very fun time (laughs) i said i'm i'm very i'm like i'm like 510 but i'm Uh like 255 and Mm. well like pre-covid was like (laughs) was like decently in shape yeah yeah like could bench 285 but mm. i don't know what i'm at i haven't been to the gym <laughs> since march so yeah I, I bought a i bought a stationary bike because i haven't gotten any, like any cardio just being like quarantined and stuff so i'm just doing that a lot which is nice um uh, but definitely I haven't been lifting outside, as much. But... yeah <laughs> i get that um but okay yeah so i think that's all the questions i had for you uh, um, i i think yeah. so yeah yeah um, exactly. I, I was following along yeah <laughs> i'm proud of you um yeah if you want to just like plug yourself again uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, again, my, my name is Rich Chalastri. I am obviously a Philadelphia fan because that's all I talk about. Uh, my podcast is called Better Than Being Hopeless. It can be found on Spotify, Pocket Cast, and I normally keep the two latest episodes as well as the first episode so people can get used to it, uh, on SoundCloud, uh, I have a bunch of pages. I have Facebook.com slash Better Than Being Hopeless. Instagram is Better Than Being Hopeless. That just opened, so there's not a whole lot of posts on it. Uh, Patreon.com, Better Than Being Hopeless. Uh, I Very low tiers. It's like a $1 tier, a $5 tier, and like a $9 tier that like is literally like, hey, you can come on the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. I just started streaming on Twitch, but my Twitch handle is different. It's uh, Trickus underscore Dickus is my Twitch handle. Um, Twitter.com slash then underscore being uh, because Twitter gave me a random name and that's what it was. Rather than change it, I'm like, hey, I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talk about sports and leftist politics. Uh, it's been more leftist politics recently with everything going on, but uh, we've done we've done uh, episodes on pro wrestling and COVID, Sputnik Monroe, Gritty. I did an episode about Tobias Harris and um, racism on Long Island because he's from Long Island, so I kind of tied that together. 
uh, and I'm doing currently a bunch of podcasts about American third parties. Like historically or, uh, or like no, no, now? Like, like what are your options okay. now since, gotcha. you know, it seems like a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to vote for Trump. I don't want to vote for Biden. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, here's some third parties. And, you know, we can get into the whole, like, who should you vote for? Like, that's a conversation for a different time. But this sure. is just like a, hey, there's other options. Like, here they are. Some of them are good. Some of them are really bad. Like, we did the Constitution Party. Mm-hmm. And the Constitution Party just essentially wants the Bridesmaid's Tale. Like, if you've <laughs> ever seen that. Wait, the Bridesmaid's the Tale? Yeah. What, what is that? Oh, <laughs> it's a show on Hulu. It's like a Hulu. Wait, is it the, are you talking about The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, yeah. What did I say? Yeah, okay, I I'm sorry. I was, I, was, I was unsure if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I love that show. It's a really good show. Yeah. Wait, wait. What did I say? Because now I uh, need to. Bridesmaid's Tale. Bridesmaid's Tale. What the? What am I <laughs> even doing? Why am I here? Am I? I've got to be the worst. I have got to no, be dude, the worst. No, dude, it's fine. It's funny. Dude, it's funny. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm the I'm the worst. Listen, you, you'll this, this is the bottom for you. Like, just, you can only go. <laughs> no, it's fine, dude. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, no. So th- that was the Constitution Party, you said, right? Yeah, the Constitution Party is like yeah. crazy. I th- I'm I currently assume... editing. I'm currently editing um, an episode about the PSL, oh, which is like the Marxist Leninist. Okay. Uh, it, it's a Marxist Leninist party of the United States. I feel like I'm supposed to dislike MLs, but I don't remember if that's true or not. <laughs> um. I don't remember. I just, I, are they? Are they're not? They're not like tankies, are they? Um, they're not really tankies. Like I get along with most MLs. Like they only have okay. a few problems. But I'm I'm an anarchist. Okay. So gotcha. Um, do you do you know who Vosh is on uh on YouTube? I I do know. I have never watched him. I just know that he has yeah. some pretty good takes most of the time. Yeah, I think he's like um like a like an anarchist as well. I think his his uh, like ideal form of socialism or whatever. I think because I watch him pretty regularly too. He's a really I really like him. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I've I've heard good things about mm-hmm. him. I just it's yeah. There's only so many hours in the day. <laughs> sure, no, sure. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm big into that stuff though because I can I usually can like listen to stuff at work and like do my work, so I just have that shit on in the background, you know. Yeah, that's what I normally do. I have like yeah, a podcast dope. going. I'll keep like yeah. behind the bastards yeah. on or something. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Like that or like chop like Chapo or. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never actually listened to them. Um, I probably should. They seem interesting. Chapo um, is really good. Um, really go into it with a like. They are very, very sarcastic. Keep sure. that in mind. I've heard that. Extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've been on the subreddit when it was a thing. Um, I wasn't actually. Um, okay. I don't know. I just never. I I think I never. I just never got into them. I don't know. I I had a few, a few guys that I just liked and I just kept keep following them. And, and then whatever they bunch, get into a little bit. It was a bunch of shit posting. Like that's yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I've heard that. So their podcast is like an, just an hour long shit post, basically. Yeah. With every now and then they have like really serious episodes, but for the most part, it's all shit posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's dope. I I that is an interesting stuff to talk about with like sports and, and politics, especially like leftist, I guess, theory, and like all that stuff. It's that's something I, I would like to explore more. I think so. That, that's dope. I'm glad. I'm glad you have that that niche. Yeah. Well, yeah, you right. know what? Actually, I'll I'll talk about two other things real quick before yeah. we end this because I'm actually going to be editing a podcast that I recorded. Oh, like this is like a pre-COVID where we talked about the history of unions and sports, mm-hmm. and you know how they came together, why they came together, all mm-hmm. that. Um, and I'm also doing uh, my first YouTube video. Oh, dope. Um, about uh, our 
are professional athletes, members of the proletariat. Interesting. I feel like uh, that's okay. Well, you have a video on it, so yeah, that's, that's probably <laughs> yeah. well. I, I yeah, and I mean, I'll spoil it. The answer is it's real complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems right. <laughs> yeah, the 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 answer is sort of, and it depends. Yeah, that's how that sounds probably the best answer there yeah <laughs> oh, yeah i i wrote a script on the thing like oh it'll be like you know i'll, I'll write like a page and a half <laughs> yeah like you know like 1500 words. the thing is yeah. like six thousand words yeah. oh my god i yeah. probably typed too much <laughs> yeah i get that for sure when you get ahead of yourself it's it's fine but it's good i mean that's it's better i think to talk about that stuff for sure so um yeah yeah okay cool well i mean this is a very fun podcast i hope you had a good time i i did i we, we've been talking for like two hours. It did not feel like two hours. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, yeah. No, so. I, I... That's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.